This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we are about to get ready to hang out with Lori and Brittany. Brittany, Brittany, that didn't make sense. Lori and Brittany. I like Brittany. Brit- I like that. That works, yeah. We're going to have some fun with the Real Housewives. You guys got some potential cast makeovers that you're thinking about. We've got Brittany's random thoughts, and we're going to have some Hollywood speak this hour, so let's kick back and have some fun with the girls. Okay, well, we are going to talk about, um, you know, funny fake love and then real true love. And I just have to say, I wonder what my appetite is going to be. Love Island returns to CBS tonight. Oh, yeah, you relied that on that. You relied on that last year. La- la- it was on in August last year. Yeah. And it's such um, a good show. Well, I'd never watched it before, oh, friend, except like a little bit on Twitter. Okay. And okay. you were bummed about the fair not happening. I was bummed about the fair not happening. I was just bummed about, you know, everything. everything. And uh, and I thought, and Julia was like, there's no way you're going to watch a show because it's on every night. Yeah. It's the like best for five part nights. about it. That's the okay? best part. And I was like, uh, you're right, but this is pandemic times. Yeah, things and, are different. And things are different. And so I think I will have time in my life to watch the show. <laughs> And not only did I watch every night of that show at Dre's uh, in Vegas on that Mm -hmm. hot, hot pool top. Didn't it? No, but it looked so hot. Yeah, it did not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they filmed that in, you know, July and August. You know how hot it is in Vegas? And then you're up on the... That was the the unique part of last season because usually it is on an island island, and there's a little bit more with the breeze. Yeah, they've got more going on for dates. Yeah, they were stuck on that. They Rooftop, did a lot of canopy top. dates at, yeah. at cooler times of the day, you know, yeah. like uh, anyway. So they're on, they're at a house in Hawaii. Okay. And I don't know if Big Brother is just coming it back is tonight. tonight. Okay. Yes, that's my favorite. So anyway, I was all excited that, you know, my good little DVR remembered it. But anyone else might want to put on, you know, Love Island if you want to see shallow, hot people hooking up, which... I, mean, I, do. I do. I, I do. do. Yeah. I don't have DVR. My brother, he um, has it, and so I let his dog out. So I just tell him which shows yeah, to watch. Tell him to I'm, do t- this I'm texting one. Jordan right now. Yeah. If if you were approached, would you ever like you know get on that show just for the fun? Back for the in gig? the day, oh, yes, wouldn't I would have. Wouldn't that have been I so much fun? I would, I would have. be so. <laughs> I would have. I would have, and I would have for sure. Oh, he yeah, would have had a lot of fun. Because it's all twenty something, you oh, know, pretty much. And they're just all horned and up. And I love the announcer. I love that guy who announces. He's everything. He's hilarious. His little He's everything. He, he reminds me of Matt Belanger. Hmm. If Matt could be free to, you know, fly his freak uh, flag as far as like talking mm-hmm. about funny stuff. Yeah, because he really dices and. Slices. I like when it. he sets up a scene, he not only just sets it up, he gives them crap, makes fun of yeah. them. He, he points out the obvious that the reason why we're there to watch this. Right, it's right, funny. right. It it's is funny. It is funny. But on the other side of true, true love, today, July 7th, uh, I clipped this out from Sunday's paper because I was like, that, now that is just so sweet. So 
Jimmy Carter and his wife, Rosalind, are celebrating 75 years of wedded bliss, you guys. 75 years. Yeah. Uh, they are the longest married presidential uh, couple in U.S. history. And at 96, Jimmy Carter is the longest living of the 45 men who have served mm. as the president of the United States. And... um Anyway, so yeah, they're celebrating their anniversary, and we just have a little audio from Andrea Mitchell uh, reporting. You have it, Grant? Okay, great. It's a love story now spanning more than seven decades. Former President Jimmy Carter and First Lady Rosalind Carter, already the longest married first couple, and now marking 75 years of marriage today. Both growing up in Plains, Georgia, the Carters went on their first date back in 1945. Though Rosalind initially rejected the first proposal, the couple tied the knot on July 7, 1946. Their love has seen them through raising four children, a presidential term, running the family farm supply business, humanitarian work around the world, and a cancer diagnosis. They've even gone from sharing a kiss on the presidential debate stage to a smooch on the kiss cam at a 2019 NBA game. <laughs> The relationship hasn't been without tribulations, though. The couple reflecting on writing a book together on today. We really did have a terrible time writing the book. We thought perhaps the last chapter would be about our divorce. <laughs> Former Carter White House Communications Director Jerry Rafshoon says the couple has always worked together as a team. They treat each other as equals, and they always have. The 39th president also sharing this marriage advice in a new interview with Judy Woodruff on PBS. We also make up and give each other a kiss before we go to sleep. The Carters plan to celebrate with a big party in their hometown of Plains this weekend. For today, Andrea Mitchell, NBC News. And do you know that Jimmy Carter still teaches Sunday school? Really? In Plains. And if not some weeks where he gives a little uh, sermon and people that go there. What a champion. I know, I know. She so, said no to the first proposal, and yes. I loved it. And then I, she's so my girl when she's like, we really did have a terrible time Dying. writing that book. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd be, if I wrote a hot book with my husband. Right? Like, we yeah. Lo- yeah. Can you imagine having to go no. through all the bad times? and like, No, or just even working with him would be well, terrible. Well, and she was, the they were a naval family. He yeah. was, and like, a, I mean, he was like an officer, and then his dad got sick, and without even consulting his wife, because it is the 50s, he just quits the Navy and they go back to the, we're going to be peanut farmers and we're going back to this town. And she was um, the first first lady to be she set the standard for first wives working alongside their husband mm. in trying to get administration and I mean legislation happen okay. and Rosalind's was dealing with health care and mental health so she mm. was the you know other like first like Jackie redecorated you yeah. know they did these more traditional gardens the, yeah. the traditional so she was one that got into the job of being a yes. first lady and, and, and uh, uh you know Linda uh, Linda B. Johnson, Lady Bird, she was, you know, when you go by beautiful on freeways and you see wildflowers and you see scenic, you know, she was responsible for that. I mean, she did every, they always do something, but 
Rosalind was the legislation, and she worked with her husband like hand in hand. And it was kind of then tradition. You pick up a cause, and you fight for that cause. And I feel like, yeah, to hear that. She was a working, she considered herself a working first lady. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, so... We've got Love Island, and then we have the Carters. So gotta have we've got both the sides. two opposite ends of love going on Wait, right now. From last season, is that couple together? Do we even know? I have no idea. We'd have to Google. Grant. I've already forgotten their name, yeah. but I loved them. I was so happy they got together. I don't think they are. Actually, I think I remember. I'll, I'll check because we got to go to break here. Okay. I'll check when we go to break. All but. right, we'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. It's a perfect way to start out random thoughts because okay, it was a random so thought random. in general. Yeah, right. All right. You are a big fan of sports. Duh. Duh. But you also are a fan of looking amazing while you do it. Mm-hmm. Are, are you talking just to the world in general right now when you're you, saying that? Oh, Lori. okay. Lori, I, you're the type I don't that consider I, myself a big sports fan, Brittany. Just pretend for okay. this. For, for this. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm and pretending. you're going to do sports. Like, uh, England, please beat Denmark right now. Yes. And so I know. That works. That works. I know <laughs> how you're the first one to the net when oh. it's time for volleyball. I think it's time for you to invest in yourself. Prada Outdoor has launched their new collection. And they are kicking it off with a $995 volleyball. What? Whoa. $990. It's Can almost a you get a, a volleyball for like 15 bucks at Dick's? Yeah. <laughs> Our shields? Head on over? Um, okay, so if volleyball isn't your thing, don't okay, worry. Okay, but Prada is interesting that they're getting... That's so strange to me. Are rich people that rich that they're going to blow their money on $1,000 volleyballs that's a Prada? Uh, you know, here's some perspective. Uh, they have in the story that Wilson Sporting Goods charges $19.99 for its basic volleyball. You know what I see? I see counterfeit product volleyballs being sold in Canal Street very soon. I know. And so if you're not into uh, volleyball, <laughs> I hate I hate when my family plays volleyball because it's so volleyball. competitive. I hate volleyball. My anyway. mom it was, it was a physical ed teacher, so every opportunity she has to teach Brittany, bend your legs. Do this. He's like, oh, mom. Oh, oh my God. I'm, my, I've got caramel rolls in my stomach. I don't care about volleyball. Anyways. I really think that volleyball was like one of the most horrifying games to have to play. <laughs> well, there's yeah. as, as you know, in like junior high specifically, when they try and get you to find your sport. I know, right? And, and, <laughs> right. And everyone's looking at you when it's like your time, to, and, and they just think and you I, should just catch on to it. I'm with you. I was and you're just, tall, so they just probably always thought you were good at volleyball. No, I was horrible. I, I was know. always jamming my finger. Totally. I was like, can I? Where's the badminton? <laughs> Get me out of here. Um, I was the same. I'm tall. Is Prada so, making cuddle sh- or shuttlecocks next? Well, they're also <laughs> I making... I almost called them cuddle shops. <laughs> which is a whole other... Know, that's why That's I sex Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would cuddle. Okay, so they have a yoga mat for uh, 1990 so 1990 almost $2,000. Oh, my word. How about a Frisbee? What are we looking at? Three fifty. Three fifty. How much do you think, Lori? Grant's got three fifty. I'm going to go 500 because why not try and get as much as you can for a piece of hard plastic? 650. <laughs> Look at that. So there you go if you're if you're trying to prod it up, why, well you want to look good. I get it, right? I'm surprised though like they can go with the accessories to that extent. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on it and see if it sells out. Yeah. 
AI, they've been making these new uh, like AI video tracking how is often... That, does that mean robots? Yeah, AI? Mm-hmm. yeah, okay. artificial intelligence. Sorry. Just making sure... No, no, nailed it. That yeah. you weren't mispronouncing A1. <laughs> A1 steak sauce. <laughs> that's something AI I would, that's steak something sauce. I would do. And Julia. The smartest steak sauce. So they made this uh, this this app where they can video uh, different council government council meetings, government committee meetings, and what it does is it tracks how what percentage they're on their phone. Oh, and so now they're giving you this information, especially it's like your local government. Uh, what percentage time they're paying attention and in the meeting, and oh, what I percentage? Bet this is going to be very. This is going to be good and bad. It's devastatingly bad. Uh, as of now, they're talking about most people are on their phone at least fifty to eighty percent of the time, not paying any attention. Not paying any attention. Why do they let people bring their phones in? Why don't they do like uh, the time honored? Everybody put their phone in the box, like it's this. You know, secret meeting or I, something. And do your job. Or yeah, feed I mean, families. I know people that do this with their kids. And the parents mm-hmm. also put their, everyone's their phone in a basket. You Good can move. even buy these, like, locks I've seen where you can lock your phone where it won't open it for, like, a half hey. hour, an hour. Yeah. I've done that at Paisley Park. And some concerts have done that where they give you the bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's. Well, I don't know. I've already forgotten what the question was. No, no question. No, oh, okay. No, no question. The AI thing will tell you how we present. Oh, so yeah, that's you can right. track if your government's paying attention. This one's a little bit of some uh, celeb gossip. So Megan Fox was married to Brian Austin Green. Mm-hmm. I think she still is married yeah. to him. Well, it's his ex-husband, but you're right. Maybe it's... Legally documents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they've untangled their uh, financial web. Well, I, they must be getting along pretty well because Brian Austin Green... He's moved on. Yes, he's, he's with Sharna on. Burgess, which was uh, a, a Dancing with the Stars uh, dancer. And so they sh- posted a picture. Uh, Brian Austin Green posted this picture of them kissing. And she commented, okay, wait, I should read you the uh, caption first. It's been a really long time since I've been with someone I can truly share my life with. Uh-oh. That's what Bag said? That's what Brian Austin Green said. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yes. Gorgeous. Uh And so Megan Fox, I'm thinking this was face value, but you tell me, wrote, grateful for Sharna with a heart, with a purple heart. Well, people were like, that's shade on a level. I can't even whatever. So I ended up deleting it. What is it? Give me Hollywood speak on that. It, it, people, He spoke out of school. That's not, uh, we don't do this. You yeah. don't do that. You have kids with this lady. Yeah. You say that in private. Exactly. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Private is perfect. Perfect. Private is perfect. Private is perfect. perfect. That's some random thoughts. Especially yeah. for kids. That's right. Okay, we'll be back. What's happening on the roads, Greg? Okay, well, we have our explanation why Scarlett Johansson, who is uh, both the star and executive producer of Black Widow, which Mm -hmm. opens this Friday, has been doing all of her promos via Zoom from her home in um, Montauk. She's Mm. pregnant. Yeah, very pregnant. She's very pregnant, very, very pregnant. And uh, yeah, she was on Fallon the other night and she looked so pretty, but they only shot her from the shoulders up, which that seems like all the zooms are the shoulders up pretty much. Yeah, basically. So anyway, yeah, uh, um, that's why she skipped out like she Mariska Hargitay, her like neighbor, basically had a Black Widow premiere party. Mariska Mariska broke her ankle at her own party. Oh, God. And Scarlett was a no show because she is, you know, she had a, you know, private pregnancy. Yeah, very private, very private because Disney has already had New York, L.A., London, London, and she hasn't been in, at one thing. Yeah. So that is, yeah, she's probably having a baby any day now. And uh, this will be just to remind everybody Scarlett, this will be Colin's first, ScarJo's second. She shares a six year old with her second ex husband, Romaine Dariak, a journalist turned art, art show curator turned Parisian popcorn mogul. Of course. Okay. Like they do. And their daughter's name is Rose Dorothy. So these two know what to do if they have a girl. It is either Blanche Sophia or Sophia Blanche to have the golden girl. <laughs> there you go. We're going to hit them all. all of love. Here, I'm thinking of flower names no. to do. like R- Rose Dorothy. You're right. And now they just got to have a Blanche Sophia or Sophia Blanche it if be, it's a girl. It'd be the whole... Uh, Kit and caboodle. Um, <laughs> um, I, you know what? They've done a really good. She's done a really good job. I've never even seen a picture of her daughter. I well, think that's she, because they're supposed to be. You know, you're not supposed to show the yeah, uh, photos or that, faces. But, blur out the faces and stuff. Yeah, they've done a really good job. I think of keeping that. You know, not not the center. I will point. bring up this as an example. I feel sorry for these. Um, even if they are from rich movie star people, I feel sorry for people who's they've got a dad or a mom in France, yeah, and then another parent in London or L.A. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, what a hassle for that kid. It's so flip flopping around. I don't know. Maybe Scarlett. Maybe she has a thing where you know Romaine. If I may call him that. Of course you The popcorn, the Parisian pop. Maybe she pays for him to come in summer for his six weeks that he gets his daughter. But then I think, well, why would he go along with that? Because he wants her to know her French relatives. It all sounds very complicated. I mean, my life was a mirror image of theirs. My dad lived in Montana. Same thing as as France, south of France. Yeah, it doesn't matter, I guess, as long (laughs) as it's a plane ride away, though. And so, um, yeah, it was a lot. I mean, a lot. And, you know, I nannied for a family, and, and, and it's just hard, right? Like, it's always hard. And I think it's really hard when it's like, 
so far away. Yeah. You're always, there's never an easy way to do it. Because she's six. I mean, you're not ready to go and spend six weeks away from your mom when you're six. I know. My mom and my mom had us like 99% of the <laughs> yeah. time. I only ended up seeing my dad once a year. Well, but my mom bald. We left for yeah. a week and my mom would bald. Like, yeah, right. It's like, mom, take your week off. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was always really hard. So, I don't know, maybe rich um, people, like it's easier, but I doubt it. I doubt it still too. the kid is And it's still, porn. those relationships, no matter how much money you have, those relationships are based in that same weird, there's going to be those pettinesses and all the fun stuff. Yeah. But I think Scarlett and uh, Colin, I think they're, they seem like they are a happy Oh, yeah. And the thing is, too, is like, I'm sure, just like any other family. Hard to believe she was married to Ryan Reynolds. It really is. That was her starter husband. Where do you go from there? (laughs) Well, Colin, she went to a Frenchman. I never think Colin's good enough for her. Okay, you don't because he's not a movie star because he's a TV guy? No, not that. It's not even TV guys. I just don't think... Like, I watch him on SNL, and I think, I don't think he's as funny as a lot of the people on there. And yeah. then, like, that's his field. So then, of course, I think, you're with Scar Joe. I don't get it. I don't get it. But you know here's, what? Here's one thing. Okay, mm-hmm. so they met in 2006. Yeah. And probably flirted. Yeah. But they weren't linked until May of 2017. Mm-hmm. And then she'd already had the starter husband yeah. of Ryan Reynolds. Then she'd got, gone older and... And French. Yeah. And, you know. Now she's with. And now she's with a hmm. guy who's happy for her to be Mr. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And absolutely adores her. And he's, he's smart and he makes her laugh. And I he's think, got a huge, you know what? He's got a. Yeah, Laurie. Thanks did, for breaking yeah, it down. Because yeah. I always watch him and I go, <laughs> I don't even. Because he's with Michael Che in His the news update. and everything. I don't I, yeah. know. But she's Scar Joe. So it's like really hard. But like, she's already been like, right. you know, you're right. you know what I mean? Like you're she right. kind of found like he's really a good man of character and yeah, all that. Okay, I'm just painting in. No, you're doing a good job because yeah. I definitely am being catty about it, which yeah. like I I appreciate. You're welcome. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for breaking it down. I yeah. think the big the big accessory he's carrying might have something to do with it. Yeah. I don't know why. I just I feel it too. I uh, yeah, get, I do yeah. too. I get the BDE. Okay, so here's the talk about crazy Hollywood news. Faye, okay, first of all, Kevin Spacey, you know, is making a movie that's being directed in Europe by I believe Vanessa you know what is her name? Vanessa Redgrave's husband. Okay. Okay. And Vanessa was supposedly going to be in this movie, and Kevin Spacey's in this movie. Okay. But Vanessa pulled out, and now Faye Dunaway has been cast in Kevin's, they're calling it his comeback movie, The Man Who Drew God, which, what a terrible title. Terrible. And, um, yeah, her husband, Vanessa Redgrave's husband, Franco Nero, is directing the movie, and she dropped out of it, and... Faye has stepped in and she will be playing a Braille teacher who I guess is, I don't know, teaching Kevin Spacey uh, Braille. I don't really know. That's all the further I printed. (laughs) You know what? I actually don't want to know more. I know at all. At all. Because she sounds rough. She is terrible. Yeah. You know, she's a terrible person. Legendary 
mm-hmm. on in Hollywood. She's legendary in beauty salons for being absolutely horrible and a horrible tipper and yelling at everybody. Uh, she's just been, she is a real true, true believes her own hype. Yeah, that's no, but that's not good for And anybody. I did like the Sharon Stone story where Sharon Stone talked about being in New York at the same time as um, Faye Dunaway. And, you know, and I get it. Faye Dunaway, you know, she just has to stop being a bitter Betty about playing Joan Crawford, Mommy Dearest. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. Yeah, I quit taking it out on everybody. But um, Sharon Stone did tell a good uh, Faye Dunaway story. So when Basic Instinct came out, they were both in New York. And it was Faye's idea. So whatever your basic instinct, 92 or whatever it was, she's like, uh, Faye Dunaway said, oh, Sharon, we have to go to every theater and try and go in at the end of every movie so you can experience what it's like to not be a star. And then after this night, you're going to be a star. So they raced around like in a limo and caught like five different movie theaters and people were just going crazy and Sharon was being cheered and it was the first time that Hollywood really had had like a really you know she was a serial killer yeah you know she was the hero of yeah. the movie so it was like this whole you know it was whoa, just whoa. yeah and and um Faye Dunaway looked at Sharon Stone and said now you're a star and Sharon's like well what am I going to do with it and she said whatever you want that's you can do whatever you want now. And Faye Dunaway appears to have taken that to heart with how she behaves. Yeah, she and and, and it's funny too that 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 turnover, right? Like before they that running around in that movie before she was famous and now, you know, what I, a different world. I've never heard that about Sharon Stone though, so I don't think she took Faye Dunaway no. to heart for no. that, but I think we also learned that, you know, uh Sharon definitely was a fighting uphill for everything. Uh, she even paid Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, salary because she wanted to hire him for her Western, The Quick and the Dead. Yeah. She was executive producing, and they were like, no, we're not having that child actor. And that was his big break, and that's why he always shows up for Sharon at Amphar Things and because she broke him from child start to adult by casting him as that 19-year-old kid in The Quick and the Dead, and she had to pay his salary. I don't even like these are. Well, this is all from her memoir. I'm like, how do you know all of this? The, memoir, the memoir. Okay, okay. I'm just in love with sitting here and listening to you tell me all this. I look like a kid. I'm like, yeah. Then what happened? So that's why, like, this thing that this rapper RMR, yeah, has been dating Sharon Stone for several You're months. Not here that's for his it. rap. Yeah, getting that out there. There's a couple photos of them. There's gonna be a reason. We're gonna find out how they know each other. What they know each other and she doesn't mind that he's using her for publicity or whatever but they're not dating they're not dating dating just because I know Sharon would say to him RMR I'll date you but you gotta take off that mask and take off that grill before I let that rumor be true you know you think that you've done it all right like because I've kissed a guy with a beard I've kissed a guy with a mustache I've never kissed a guy with a grill and I've never kissed a guy with a ski mask all at the same time all at the same time not even separate 
Can you imagine I, with that with the the grill covering the teeth, which plus, it's caught in there? Grant, and then, they're in the club where it's hot. It's hot. Oh. That's what, I don't know what his. That must be his thing. Maybe from his first video. I've I've never heard of. If it's his thing, it's not a good look. I'm just gonna say it's a terrible look. I agree. All right, listen. We come back. This we're gonna Hollywood speak. This publicist finally got to work after a disastrous Instagram live. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Uh, Jamie Lynn Spears' uh, representatives would like you to know that she is the only family member not on the singer's payroll. Wow, so a little, just a little too late. Just too. Yeah, this comes after Jamie Lynn spoke out last week to defend herself against people who said she didn't do enough to help her older sister, blah, blah, blah. And I think, you know, Jamie just lost the plot when she said, I don't care if my sister wants to go and move to to the the desert or no, to the jungle and have babies, have a bunch of children. I mean, it was just like it was so it was just insensitive. But boy, her publicist is not working fast. I know, no, there. It's <laughs> in it, fact, we kind of forgotten about it. It's just too little, too late. And, and you know, it's funny. It's like Jamie, are you acting like you didn't benefit from your sister's skyrocketing career? Because you did. You did. You had a lot of. You had a lot of gigs. You had a lot of things going for you because of that. That's so, true. yeah, she should have. But not even said anything at all. Okay, no. Adam Demos. Who is that? He's the guy uh, in Sex Slash Life, that Netflix. Uh, is the, he the one in the shower scene? Is that Yeah, the trashy B-movie styled train wreck series called Sex Life, which yeah. I haven't watched yet and no. can't wait to. Uh, but anyway, and he's also, Julie and I knew him from the show Unreal, which was on Lifetime, mm-hmm. which is basically about The Bachelor. Yeah, I love that show. I love that show, too. Anyway, he was in that? I don't even remember that. Yeah. Okay, so he was doing uh, an interview with E, and um, he was asked about filming, you know, the sex scenes. Mm-hmm. And he said... It's not, I mean, hopefully it looks convincing, but it's just so mechanical, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm like, are you talking about the appendage? Are you talking about the actual sex? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, What exactly are you doing? And then as I uh, uh, read about it, it was more about doing overall so many sex scenes. Mm. You know what? And here's what I'm going to say, because... I talked to a friend of mine about this. It's your show. Go for it. It's, yeah, but you know, it's, I am tired of actors having to talk about filming sex scenes when they're doing their promotional tours. Yeah. Because how many times have we heard, why do we need to be dispelled and be told it's mechanical, it's no fun, there's cameramen around, there's scripts, there's gaffers. Even if it is magical, they can't say it. Like, even if there is charisma, they can't say it because it'd be so creepy to be like, Actually, it was enjoyable. We had a fun time. You can't say that. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd be the weirdest person ever. So you're right. There's no answer except, hey, it's part of the job. It's awkward for everybody. And then we don't want to get out of that imaginary world. I feel like it's a lazy lazy question. Agreed. 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 I mean, I think it's, and then I also do think it's tacky. A few people have gone right out and asked him if it's real. Yeah. His his schwanz. 
I mean, that is tacky. <laughs> it's very tacky. And I mean, also, why does you're it right. matter? Why Just does it enjoy matter? Enjoy the damn show. What was the one we were really into? Oh gosh, I forgot the name of it. Last year gave us life uh, with oh, the Bridgerton. Yeah, Bridgerton, and that the same thing. I they didn't got... want to know anything about the cast. I wouldn't even read any of the interviews because, because I was uh, that gave me life. Because so much of it, and they had to say, well, yeah, it's really, and we've got the intimacy coach. coach. Yeah. And I'm just like, stop asking the question. Why can't, let's just enjoy the show. Let's just enjoy it. And, and we've all heard, were, like, definition of the word, I'm enjoying it. And how many actors have to say basically the same thing? Because I mean, I they like, can't say anything else. Right. I mean, and I like that Adam, you know, he, when I watched, went into the interview, you know, it was like, it. it's, uh, he said, you know, it's a close set. You've got modesty. I look like a Ken doll, which is embarrassing. Yeah, because they, they, they tuck w- that into, yeah, to things. bump and grind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except for in the shower. But anyway, I just think uh, I didn't realize sex life was based on an actual diary. Yeah. So I, I don't know if there'll be a second season. I just, I think you hit something so important. And I think that, like, going forward, like, we shouldn't, we got to quit asking that question and we got to quit breaking the reality. We're there to enjoy this stuff, right? Especially a show like this where it's yeah. just based off of pretending yeah. like that sex life is real. Like, just shut and, up. Enjoy the enjoy show. The enjoy show. the show. Okay, uh, more from Stephen Dorff's interview. Uh, oh, yeah, he was giving it to us. Where he thought, you know, Scarlett should be embarrassed to taking that Black Widow money. Well, they also asked him because he was, you know, was you know, he was a star alongside Leonardo DiCaprio and all these other people. And so he auditioned for Titanic. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And um, he said, uh, if I'd gotten that role, my career would have been a little richer, but I wasn't a huge fan of the movie. Um, James Cameron could have done a better job directing that. I thought it was by the numbers, pretty sappy, pretty vanilla, but obviously it is one of the biggest movies of all time. And now it is a piece of history. Wow. Okay, like I was with him for a bunch of it, but that one was unnecessary. Yeah, but wow, he just doesn't. He is really, we're getting someone who's uh, doing Hollywood truthing. He, like you said, he's not beholden to anybody and you can tell by his answers. Nobody would go on record saying Titanic was crap. Uh, not me. Not me. I'm too scared to. I mean, <laughs> I, I loved it. I, I saw it. it was a young, and I probably shows you I was young and I like thought it was amazing. Yeah. And so maybe you're right. Like maybe there is something to that, that it was like a formulaic whatever. But I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. The um, only consistent question to be asked is why didn't Rose tell Jack? To come up on the uh, door. There was room Why for would both they of them. get on both sides? There was sides. room for both, Grant. Everybody they both could have fit on the Grant, door. Everybody knows from tubing in Minnesota, you don't both go on the same side of the tube when you're going on nope, it. You cannot. You'll That's flip true. that thing so quickly. Balance it out. You're right. I'll never let go. And then she smashes his hand, like his frozen hand <laughs> off of hers. Let go. <laughs> Okay, I want to ask you this um, to Hollywood. Let go. Uh, the the Hollywood speak on this uh, Kim Kardashian. Mm. Um, uh, KKW Beauty is going dark on May 1st and is coming back with a new look and a rebrand. And, um, and uh, yeah. 
Well, we, we know we know because you told me you're what? you're giving me a softball, and I Am appreciate I? Okay. it because I actually you're you're giving me this up, and I you gave this to me yesterday. Yeah, he's dropping that west. Oh, she's dropping the west. She really is. She really she? is. And you told me you go. I want to go on the record that when it comes back without the without the W, mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah. She's dropping that W. That, I mean, honestly, it makes new more sense. New packaging, new formulas, new brand identity. It's going to be Kim Kardashian. It's, yeah, it's totally going to be Kim Kardashian. It's getting rid of the West. She's getting rid of the yeah. West. It's maybe, it, maybe she'll write East. She's going a whole other direction. <laughs> yeah, that brand is, you know, I remember thinking that I didn't, I was like, oh, she's just doing a little thing because her sister's lip kit. But I think it's been pretty successful. I mean, I think her bread and butter brand is Skims. Yeah, she's did a good job. And we talked about this too. What an opportunity when, when she had kimono and, and, you know, it was cultural appropriation and she switched it and how much that you look back and people get really angry about name changes and that one's benefited her so much. She did the right thing. She lost money in the the, the beginning and in the end has made so much and more. And skims is such a better thing because you want things to skim, not cling. Yeah. So the marketing in that Everything. is brilliant. Gorgeous. Yeah. And it's got the sound, which it's is everything. Yeah, everything. You want that c- Sound the K and yep. no West. Yeah, Coke, body perks, Spanx, Skims. You know, you got it. I got it. <laughs>